the Hunter Biden story is heating up. So the impetus for this was a New York Times report that said, yeah, uh, even though we suppressed the story for 18 months, the laptop that Hunter Biden brought to a pawn shop or wherever is real. And what he said on it is real. Um, and we, the New York Times, are acknowledging that 18 months after it happened. Isn't that nice? Um, so you ha- I wrote a column, Hunter Becomes the Prey. And I said in the column, this is absolutely true, the one-two punch of suppressing and ignoring the Hunter Biden laptop story. Remember, this broke before the presidential vote of 2020 and the phony Russian collusion story. The media did both, corporate media, was the biggest political scandal in our history because it did absolutely influence the vote. Though you had the media, corporate media pushing Russian collusion turned out to be phony and suppressing a real story that turned out to be true. So I know Donald Trump's running around, I heard him this morning, uh, keeps doing the election business. I wish that he would be more focused, Mr. Trump, in getting the point across that this was a corrupt election because of the media. Okay, that is the story. So um, the New York Post has been the uh, driver of the story. And uh, they did excellent work. They should win a Pulitzer. Of course, they won't because the Pulitzer Prize Commission is corrupt. It's just crazy, but it is because the Russian collusion people won the Pulitzers and it was phony. And they didn't send them back. Pulitzer didn't say, hey, send those prizes back. The New York Times. It's so crazy. So where are we now vis-a-vis Hunter? There is one story that is left to be told. Just one. Okay? Please read my column and you'll have all the details. I don't have time to get into them tonight. The only story left is, did Joe Biden take money from Hunter Biden? And the only way you're going to get that story is if the Justice Department indicts Hunter Biden. Now, there is a grand jury sitting now The Justice Department is investigating him, and um, that is the story. If the sitting president of the United States, while he was vice president, took money from his son for shady business deals overseas, that could get Biden impeached. Okay. Now, what did Biden have to say about the laptop story, which blows the whole thing wide open? Roll the tape. There are 50 former national intelligence folks who said that what this he's accusing me of is a Russian plant. They have said that this is, has all the care. Four, five former heads of the CIA, both parties, say what he's saying is a bunch of garbage. Nobody believes it except the, his and his good friend, Rudy Gianni. You mean the laptop is now yeah. another Russia, Russia, Russia hoax? And that's exactly be. what is this that's where you're exactly going? What this is going. where he's going. There you go. Now we know what Biden said was not true. So he did say 50 national security people did say it was Russian disinformation. That's true. 
all of them were wrong. So let's bring in a guy who's spent the last two years, at least, uh, investigating this. John Solomon is the uh, editor-in-chief of Just the News. So I go to their website, Just the News, uh, as an investigative person myself. I want to see what John has to say every night. So I hope you do, too. It's free. Justthenews.com. You can watch him. And he joins us from Washington, D.C. So do you agree with me that the story dies if there's no Joe Biden component? Yeah, listen, I think at the end of the day, the American people care about their president more than a wayward son whose uh, antics are now well known. Uh, So at the end of the day, what did Joe Biden know and what did he benefit from this relationship is the ultimate question that needs to be resolved. And in, within the laptop and within some of the documents, we now see evidence that Joe Biden knew what his son was doing. He has interactions with different members, a Chinese uh, business leader that does the investment fund with uh, uh, Hunter Biden in China. He meets with the Burisma people uh, in Washington, D.C. And in 2017, he's part of a discussion where the big guy is going to get 10 percent. So the okay. part that Joe Biden didn't know anything. Is Let me now play devil's advocate. Sure. Because that, yeah. that'll make this interview interesting, all right? I'm <laughs> sure. going to be Hunter Biden's defense attorney here, sure. okay? All right. Burisma is the company that Hunter Biden sat on the board in Ukraine and was paid an enormous amount of money by Burisma for doing that, correct? That's right. Yep. Okay. Almost $4 million. Yep. Okay. Almost $4 million. Now, you can say... And there's no doubt about it that Hunter Biden used his father's influence as vice president to get the Burisma job, to get contracts in China, to be paid money, apparently, by the wife of the mayor of Moscow, 3.5 million. And the money all went through different companies. It's a very confusing mosaic. All right. It went through all these companies. But there's no doubt that Hunter Biden got the money because he just wrote a check to the IRS who is demanding payment, tax payments, for the money that he harvested overseas, correct? That's correct. In fact, uh, one of the things I wrote over the weekend, there are memos to Hunter Biden in uh, 16 and 17 telling him, you never paid money on that Ukraine, you never paid taxes on that Ukrainian money. You need to do it. Apparently, he waited years after that, even after being warned. He still didn't pay taxes on it. And he paid, the report is a million dollars to the IRS. We don't know. All right, those are private transactions, but that's the report. So there's no doubt that Hunter Biden got money from overseas uh, concerns, all right, and that his father did Hunter Biden favors by meeting with certain people that Hunter Biden was doing business with. Would that be fair? Yes, I don't think any of that's in dispute any longer. Okay, so as Hunter Biden's attorney, I say, well, Hunter just asked his dad for a solid. He just wanted you know, to have as much influence as possible in these business dealings. So he trots his dad out. His dad just did him a favor. That's right. That wash? 
Well, listen, if it washes, if Joe Biden didn't look into the camera in 2020 and said, I had nothing to do, I never did anything. He looked in the camera while he was running for president and he lied to the American people. So I think that's going to matter to the American people. But you're right. At the end of the day, the most important question is, did our president benefit from this illicit financial transactions right, that his right. son was doing? That's the key So question. there are there. And remember now, we're dealing with a guy, Hunter Biden, who's intoxicated on cocaine, who, who's just all over the place. He's a mess. Yeah. But he says in the laptop, and he wrote it, the big guy, and we got to do this. What is the most damning thing that you, John Solomon, who knows this inside and out, the most damning thing that Hunter Biden wrote about his father in that laptop? There are suggestions in 2015, 16, and 17 that he is sending money to his father. There's one reference where he talks about I had to give up 50% of whatever I earned to my dad over the years. That's a really explosive revelation. And then there are discussions of shared credit cards, shared bills that he appears to be paying on behalf of his father. If those are corroborated by the FBI, who has access to this laptop, if those transactions occurred, then Joe Biden was a financial beneficiary of Hunter Biden's Foreign Inc. shakedown that he did. That's the missing question that we're all trying to get. Okay. And there's so only a that- few people that can get that. Very good. That, that was as clear, even I understood it. That was so clear yeah. that if Joe Biden, as vice president of this country, benefited financially by helping his son reap money from overseas concerns, and no one knew about it because it's not on Joe Biden's tax return because he had to make his tax returns public. And I saw him. And there isn't a little box saying, I got 50000 from Hunter. Okay? There isn't that. There so is that. then you have a criminal act. Hello, Spiro Agnew, committed by a sitting vice president if the FBI can bring in, as you said, corroborating evidence. Still would have to be cross-examined in a court of law. Of Remember? We believe in due process here, and so does John Solomon. I okay? Do. We want this to be vetted. But that is the crux of this matter. Now I'm going to ask you for a prediction. Sure. Do you think Hunter Biden's going to be indicted by uh, a Justice Department under his father, Joe Biden? Uh, I'll play it safe as a reporter and tell you that I'm seeing a lot of activity in the grand jury and among witnesses that suggests that the prosecutor in Delaware is preparing a criminal indictment against Hunter Biden. The sort of steps you take, uh, there would be no reason to bring witnesses before the grand jury unless you're planning to indict Hunter Biden. So it does look like the activity is consistent with preparation for indictment, sort of like what we saw in the few months before Michael Sussman, uh, the Clinton lawyer, was indicted recently in the Russia case. Almost identical type activity, different circumstances. So yes, I think right now there's an effort to indict him. Whether a grand jury will hand down that bill, we don't know yet. Okay. So the effort you believe is there, but I just want for all the anti-Biden people out there, I want to inject a note of caution. The football player Deshaun Watson, who was accused of a myriad of crimes, The grand jury in Texas brought in witnesses and failed to indict Mr. Watson. So just the fact that witnesses are being brought in does not ensure that's right. And or guilty doesn't really matter because they're not grand jury doesn't find guilt or innocence. They find is there enough evidence to bring 
an indictment. Now, That's right. time frame. The, the FBI's had this laptop, what, for a year now? More than a year? Yeah, two years ago. And here's the most important thing. Two a lot years. of people don't know this, Bill. Uh, this investigation started when the financial institutions that were handling Hunter Biden's business began filing suspicious activity reports in the summer of 2018. So the laptop doesn't get delivered until December 2019. But the FBI's investigation begins when major financial banks that are moving Hunter Biden's money around says, hey, this looks like money laundering. This looks suspicious. That's where this whole case started in the summer of 2018, two and a half years before Joe Biden uh, won the presidency. Yeah, I mean, this, if this indictment or non-indictment comes down in the next six months before the midterm election, oh my God, I just, yeah. because, and I don't think Joe Biden's going to be indicted, but it's, it's one thing leads to another, leads to another, leads to another. That's how this whole thing goes down with Hunter Biden. So John, I appreciate it as always. Um, John's Thanks, website is just the news. Again, I go there. Uh, and I recommend if you're really interested in the news that you check it out as well. And John, please, if you get anything, let us know. Our, our audience this is a big story for everybody in America. And we it thank is. you very much for helping us out today. Thanks, Bill. Really appreciate okay. the time. Did you know Fast Growing Trees is the largest online nursery in the USA with more than 10,000 plant varieties and millions of satisfied customers? I have their trees and plants at my home. And they're fantastic. Have you had your fair share of landscaping woes and wasted weekends at crowded nurseries? Finding fast-growing trees will be like stumbling upon a hidden treasure, believe me. With fast-growing trees, it's different. From fruit trees to houseplants, they have it all delivered right to your doorstep. Plus, their plant experts are always available for advice. And here's the best part. This spring, they have up to half off on select plants. And my audience can get a extra 15% off by using promo code Bill at checkout. So please go to fastgrowingtrees.com. Use promo code Bill at checkout. All right. Timeline Hunter Biden. April 2019, two years ago, Hunter Biden damages his MacBook, MacBook Pro. No, I do it. Damages his computer. Water damage. He brings it in, not to a computer place but to uh, some kind of slash, he doesn't bring it to Apple, or he brings it to some guy in Wilmington, Delaware. The guy does repairs, but he can't even see this guy. So I don't, I don't know. He drops the computer off, does Hunter Biden, and he never comes back to get it. Okay. This is a guy getting paid millions of dollars by China, Ukraine, and Russia. Drops the computer off, doesn't come back. In the computer, all kinds of business stuff, personal stuff, pictures of him, inebriated. I mean, it's like, all right. So the guy, he takes the hard drive out, John Paul Mac Isaac. Why? I don't know. Why would you do that? You're not entitled to do that. You just want to fix the computer. So he takes it out, all right? And he makes a copy 
and he gives it to Rudy Giuliani's lawyer, Robert Costello. All right, this is in September. So computer goes in in April. Hunter Biden doesn't show back up. Uh, in September, the guy makes a copy of the hard drive and gives it to Rudy Giuliani's lawyer, Robert Costello. I, why would you do that? Okay. Then the FBI gets involved because Giuliani kind of whispers around that he has it. And they go into the Delaware repair shop and take the computer. They have subpoenas. They take it. Okay. Now, later on in a congressional hearing, the person in charge of this, the FBI uh, personnel, says he doesn't know where the computer is. (laughs) You've seen the clip. It's just, okay, great. Thanks. All right, then in late September, after the hard drive has been given to Giuliani and the FBI seizes it, um, I'm sorry, the FBI seizes it in December. In late September, Steve Bannon tells the New York Post about this whole thing. All right? And then the New York Post gets a copy of the hard drive and prints it in October, October 11th. Okay? It's a big story in the New York Post. But none of the other corporate media pick it up, and it's banned on social media, Facebook and all that. They ban it. Why would you do that? I mean, you know, it's a legitimate story. Check it out yourself. Okay, so there's a total across-the-board blackout of the story, which you know about. And then it comes up to Joe Biden in the final presidential debate. Finally, it, it gets to him. All right, he's running for president October 20th, right before the election. Hey, your kid's laptops is all kinds of salacious stuff. What do you think? Roll the tape. There are 50 former national intelligence folks who said that what this he's accusing me of is a Russian plant. They have said that this is has all the care Four, five former heads of the CIA. Both parties say what he's saying is a bunch of garbage. Nobody believes it except of his and his good friend, Rudy Gianni. You mean the laptop is now no. another Russia, Russia, Russia hoax? And that's exactly be. what is this that's where exactly you're going? This is told. where he's going. Okay. Come on. It's two weeks before the election. So Joe Biden, remember, look what he said. That's what I was told. Okay. All right. So now we know that Biden was misled or lied. One or the other, misled or lied, okay, because stuff on it wasn't a Russian hoax. Uh, Hunter Biden put it there. So now, where do we stand? Okay, this is the most important part of this. So the feds are investigating Hunter Biden. It's led by Delaware U.S. Attorney David Weiss. Now, David Weiss has to use the FBI to accumulate information, facts. All right. All right. So that's underway. And according to CBS News, which is now finally covering it for some reason. All right. The FBI and the U.S. attorney are looking at Hunter Biden allegedly violating tax laws, money laundering and violating foreign lobbying laws. So there is a grand jury. What is a grand jury? It is folks, regular folks impaneled for months, not a regular one-shot deal like we all have to do. These people are impaneled, 
for a while and they're paid. And they look at the evidence and they decide to issue an indictment or not. I think Hunter Biden's going to get indicted. I do. Okay. So that's where we are. And all of the other stuff you hear is BS, hype, whatever. Okay, so Hunter Biden right now is living in California near Malibu, all right? And he is doing some art stuff. See, this just the guy doesn't have a job. He's never had a job. And he's living in the most expensive area of the country, Malibu. All right. Now, the Washington Post ran an article. I'm not even going to bother with it. Not even bothering with it. New York Times not bothering with it. They don't want to tell you what actually happened. They're covering themselves because they know they're not newspapers any longer. But their credibility is now people are mocking them. So they've got to cover it. And as soon as they do it, then the corporate TV media does it. With the exception of Fox. Fox has done it all along. But sometimes on FNC, it's not true what they're telling you. They're hyping it. All right. So Hunter Biden and his father, the president, are afforded due process. We know it happened. We know it was corrupt, Joe Biden. But we don't know if you committed a formal crime yet. So if Hunter Biden gets indicted, that means there's a trial. Unless he pleads guilty, which he might, to avoid a trial. In a trial, you're going to have people come in and say, Joe Biden got a piece, because they've already said it. Bobolinsky, I think the guy's name is, Hunter Biden uh, partner. Hey, dad got a taste, the big guy, 10%. That was all in the New York Post story. But it hasn't been proven. And that's what would happen if Hunter Biden is indicted. Now, I know I can hear you saying, well, it's a corrupt uh, Biden administration, Justice Department never going to do it. It's too far gone for that. If they don't indict, they're going to have to explain why. All right. So Christopher Wray, the head of the FBI, whose main cyber guy didn't even know where Hunter's computer was. Christopher Wray is going to have to come out and explain it. Now, if he does get in, indicted, and this is the final part of this talking points memo, and I, I hope you find it worthy, President Biden could pardon him before there's even a trial, before anything happens. That's what Gerald Ford did to Richard Nixon. And there have been a few other cases in history where a president has pardoned someone before the legal charges are brought to a jury. Okay, now, if Joe Biden does that, he's through. So even the New York Times, the Washington Post, NBC News, and those are the three most progressive news organizations, CNN right behind him. But even they would have to call for Joe Biden to resign if he pardoned his son so nobody could find out what really happened. Joe Biden pretty much would have to resign. That's where it would be. Now, it might be worth it for him to resign if he took money from his son and his brother. If Joe Biden did that, he's Spiro Agnew. 
Remember the vice president under Nixon, Spiro Agnew, pled no contest to bribery. And he got booted. Okay? Though, same thing could happen to Biden. So that's where we are right now. Donald Trump. Two stories. Amazing stories. Now, I got to walk through this because nobody is reporting it. You don't know about it. So the January 6th committee, this is in the House. This is run by Pelosi. Okay? They want to take Donald Trump off the board for 2024. That's what this is all about. They want to pin the Capitol riot directly on Trump. That's what that committee is in business to do. When the Republicans win back the House next November, that committee evaporates. So they only have six months. Now, the committee wants certain documents, okay? They want the documents about what Trump did on January 6th, from the time he got up to the time he went to sleep. What did he do every second, right? Trump is saying, we're not going to give you those documents, number one, executive privilege, and number two, a lot of them were conversations with my personal attorney, John Eastman, and that's attorney-client privilege. The only way you get around attorney-client privilege and executive privilege is by saying the president committed a crime, a law Richard Nixon. Enter Judge David Carter out in California, appointed by Bill Clinton. He came out yesterday and said Trump may have committed a crime. By saying that the judge committed a, I don't know what the technical term is, but he violated his oath. Judges are not accusers. Judges cannot accuse anyone of a crime unless it's a personal nature. You're broken in my house. So what Carter did should get him expelled from the bench. But he did it because the only way to get around executive privilege and attorney-client privilege is for somebody to com- say Trump committed a crime on January 6th, which is what Carter did, but Carter can't do it because he's a judge. He's not an investigator. He's not a law enforcement agent. He can't do it. He did it. Will disciplinary action be taken against David Carter? Not under Biden's Justice Department. And Carter knows that. And that's why he did it. But all the headlines on the Internet and everywhere else is Trump may have committed a crime, federal judge says. Drive me crazy. Carter committed the crime by doing what he did, by making the accusation. It's insane. Okay, that's number one. Number two, the committee has a agenda whereby it is now threatening certain people. So it leaks to the Washington Post, Bob Woodward, and to CBS News, Robert Costa. It leaks Trump's phone log on January 6th, leaks it. Now, they won't admit it. Committee won't admit it. And Woodward Gossip won't say, yeah, they leaked it to me. 
On the phone log, there's a seven-hour gap, okay, about calls coming in or going out by and from President Trump, to and from. Seven-hour gap. Again, Nixon. Remember the Watergate tapes? There was a big erasure in there. Same thing. Woodward, same thing. Okay. So I'm reading this story. I'm going, wait, 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 wait. Trump didn't put this out. Somebody, we don't know who put it out. Committee got it, leaked it right away to Woodward and Costa. But remember on January 6th, what was Trump doing? Two things. He was watching TV, live TV of the demonstrations, watching it. And everybody knows that. There were plenty of witnesses watching it. Watch it. And they were watching it too. And he was giving a speech. His speech writers were whipping up a big speech that he he delivered. So you would think that there's not a lot of phone calls coming in while he's watching what's happening and while he's going over his speech, right? Now, I don't know what Trump did or did not do in that seven-hour period where he didn't take any calls or they're not logged. I don't know. But I do know that he was watching coverage and Delivering a speech which had to be written and he had to rehearse it and edit it. That makes sense to you? Okay, none of that was reported. None of it. Now, none of it doesn't really matter anymore because whatever the press says about Trump, the people who like Trump don't believe it. But you should know they're trying to take him out so he can't run for president again. Two states, Indiana and Utah have passed bills in the legislature that ban, all right, biological men who have become girls or women from competing in women's and girls' sports. Two states have banned it, okay? Indiana and Utah. I guess there are more that have, but these recently banned it. But the governors both vetoed the bills. So in Indiana, it's Eric Holcomb, um, and Holcomb says the bill was too broadly written, which is just BS. He doesn't want to sign it, so he vetoed it. All right, in Utah, it's Spencer Cox, and he said he objects to an all-out ban on transgender children in school sports. Okay, but there isn't an all-out ban... Governor Cox, if the boy turned girl wants to compete in the boy sports, he or she can. Get it, Governor? We know what you're doing. Now, I don't, this isn't a major issue for me. I want people to pursue happiness. They want to be girls, let them be girls. They want to be boys, they can be boys. Right? I don't care. But it's not fair. In sports, in school, to have a guy who's biologically stronger, sorry, Judge Brown Jackson, than a girl, usually, competing in girl sports. It's just not fair. It's not right. That's all. This isn't complicated. It's not complicated. If you want to change genders, okay. But you've got to stay in the gender to which you were born. What it says on your birth 
certificate. Simple man, simple solution. Liz Cheney, my prediction is she is going to lose her re-election campaign for congressperson in Wyoming. Remember, Wyoming, least populated state of the union, only one congressperson, and it's Liz. So a woman named Harriet Hagman, she's a Republican too, is running against Liz Cheney in the primary, and 100 House Republicans are holding a fundraiser for Ms. Hageman. All right? It's going to be held on March 30th in Washington, D.C. And uh, so far, Ms. Hageman has not really distinguished herself, in my opinion. But, you know, Liz Cheney, smart woman, but your hatred of Trump, uh, Congresswoman, has really hurt your state. It's hurt your state. You're not representing the folks in Wyoming. You're representing your, you and your family that hate Trump. So I wouldn't vote for her. SUNY Brockport, State University of New York, Brockport, upstate. So an anonymous donor gave the college money to bring in a speaker who's going to have an event entitled History of Black Resistance, U.S. Political Prisoners, Genocide, a Conversation with Jalil Muntaquim. Okay. That's Jahil. He's a uh, militant. Militant guy. Doesn't like America. Thinks we're fascists here. Jahil. All right, so he's going to make some money. He's going to go up to Brockport. He's going to put forth what he believes. Okay with me. I don't care. Jahil wants to go up there. They want to pay him. All right. So the city of Brockport says, we're going to have to put a lot of cops there because we don't want any problems. We don't want a brawl. So they put the cops there. That makes sense. Public safety, right? (laughs) The school, Brockport, gives all the students a day off because the school says large numbers of police on campus would be traumatizing to many students. So you don't have to come to class. Woke. All right, woke. St. Louis. So this is unbelievable. Last Saturday, 3 a.m., guy comes up to a car with a gun, tries to carjack it in St. Louis. Okay? Sitting in the car are two plain clothes police officers who immediately jump out. The guy goes, You're under arrest. The guy runs away. He gets away. But they know who he is. They track him. His name is Alan Lee Robinson. Got a big record, 27 years old. Okay, so they're looking for him, but they want a warrant for his arrest, right? Try to carjack two cops. He didn't know they were cops. He just thought they were regular people. He had a gun. So the attorney, the DA, Kimberly Gardner, won't give him, the cops, a warrant. Meanwhile, St. Louis is one of the most violent cities in the country because of her. Finally, the public pressure, the outcry is so intense, four days later, they give the, a warrant out for the guy, and guess where he is? He's in jail on another crime. St. Louis, Heartland. Woman's name again is Kimberly Gardner. 
ruins the city. Everything is expensive these days, you know that. The government is printing trillions of dollars in consumer prices higher than ever. If the government continues its printing and spending, the dollar could continue its freefall and lose its coveted role as the world reserve currency. Let's hope that doesn't happen. But there are a few things you can do right now. American Hartford Gold can show you how to protect your money, your retirement, your hard-earned savings against inflation by helping you diversify a portion of your portfolio into physical gold and silver. Start with a short phone call, and they can have physical gold and silver delivered right to your door or put inside your 401k or IRA. So please call or text them right now. Tell them Bill O'Reilly sent you. Call 877-444-GOLD, 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. Again, that's 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Are you stressed? Uh, I'm not really stressed. I, I, you know, I see things fairly clearly and I think I make other people stressed, but I'm not really a stress kind of guy. But anyway, Wallet Hub uh, did a survey about all the 50 states and what are the most stressful places. So they based on a work related stress, money related stress, family related stress, health and safety related stress. Four things. So. You want the most stressed states in the union? Throw them on up. Here they are. Louisiana. Now, that has to do with the economy of Louisiana and the disintegration of the biggest city, New Orleans. That's what that has to do with. Nevada, again, driven by the gaming industry being really the only functioning income producer. New Mexico. A lot of poverty. West Virginia, a lot of poverty. Mississippi, same. Poverty. Arkansas, same. Oklahoma, Alabama, Texas. Now, there's something interesting. Stressful in Texas. I think it has to do with a lot of the changes going on down there. And 10 Tennessee. Those are the most stressed states. Now, notice New York, California, not there. This is Wallet Hub, not me. So these are the least stressed states. Throw them on up. Utah. Wow. A lot of wide open spaces in Utah. Minnesota. They're not stressed out. In Minneapolis they are, but not in the rest of the state apparently. South Dakota. Kind of mellow there. Wisconsin. New Hampshire. Live free or die. Hawaii. Now I understand Hawaii. Um, North Dakota. Massachusetts, we're not stressed in Massachusetts. Have you driven in Boston lately? 
Nebraska, and this is impossible. They're not stressed in New Jersey? Are you kidding me? All right, come back to me. Jersey? Not stressed? Have you taken the Port Authority route lately? (laughs) So I, you know, I can't vouch for any of it. New Jersey. I don't know. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChumbaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Okay, here is the message of the day. So... One of the reasons I wrote Killing the Killers was because I was stunned to learn about our weapons systems, what we have in our arsenal, what America has. Let me give you just one example. China has 300 nuke warheads to put on missiles, 300. You know how much the USA has? How many? 4,000. We have technological weapons in space right this second that hunt down and assassinate enemies of America. You will never hear about it. How could you? The people are vapor. The attack comes from space. Bang. In Killing the Killers, I take you step by step how that happens. A lot of classified information. If I go to prison, I go to prison. We got it. I put it in a book. It is amazing how powerful this nation is. And Americans don't really know it. They don't really understand it. If we wanted to vaporize Putin, we could do it in an hour. Boom. But we risk World War III if we assassinated him, blew up the Kremlin. Then they could, Russians could get their subs, whack. Russians have a lot of nukes, okay? But it would take us an hour to get Putin if we wanted to. But you don't risk nuclear war by doing that. Can't. No responsible person could, right? But Americans do not know the power that our president, the commander-in-chief, holds. I mean, this was, I talked to Trump about this so much privately. I mean, that he was awed because he didn't know. He had no idea when he got elected president what the power was that he held. 
Nobody knows. So when you read Killing the Killers, this is a whole different ballgame. This is telling you exactly where the United States stands in the world vis-a-vis China, Russia, the jihad, all of that. And it's vital that you know it so you can put things into perspective when bad things like Ukraine happen. Because all of our lives are at stake here. But the weaponry... Nobody on this planet has ever even conceived of the stuff that we have. And that's true. It's not science fiction. Killing the killers. Thank you for watching and listening to the No Spin News. We'll see you tomorrow.